Welcome back to another episode of The Girls Room. I'm your host, Marissa, here for another glamorous episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Girls Room, and happy knowing things men do march. Joining the conversation today, we have my friend Jen, an incredibly talented artist here to share her experiences about dealing with men in her work field. So welcome, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> uh, for those listening, this is literally already our like third time <laughs> redoing this. Um, but hi, I'm Jen, and I'm currently a designer in Denver, Colorado, and yeah, this is me. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about your career and about being a designer, like what that means. How did you get into this? Yeah, so I actually my whole life wanted to be a teacher and it wasn't until like maybe a month and a half before I had to start applying to colleges that I was like, well, let's not be a teacher. Let's just totally take a 180 and like go because I was passionate about art my whole life. And I was like, let's just kind of follow like the passion side of what I want to do. And so I was like, okay, how do I think I can make money while doing that, I guess, is being a graphic designer. Um, And so that's kind of why I chose that as like a major, even though I had no fucking clue what I really wanted to do at 18. Um, But that's like a whole nother conversation. Um, yeah, and so then I went to SUNY New Paltz for four years for graphic design, which is where we met. Um, we both spent too many hours in old library. <laughs> Way too many. <laughs> Way too many. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I graduated. I didn't get a job for a while. I went to yoga training for a little bit right after graduation and became a yoga teacher. And then I moved out to Denver and then I was unemployed for literally a full year. And now I work full time as a designer and an art director at a small agency here. So. (laughs) Okay. I'm inspired here. The fact that I want to go back to like the beginning when you were like, I want to be a teacher and everyone thinks like being a teacher is like really practical and really awesome, which like, I totally agree. Being a teacher is really cool. I applaud teachers all the time. The fact that you were like, no, I'm going to choose my passion. I'm going to choose art because being in the art world myself, I got shit on 9,000 times. People were like, you're an art major. What are you going to do with that? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll not have a job. Maybe I won't make money, whatever. But like, yeah as long as I'm doing something that like I love and I'm passionate about, like that's right. what matters. Exactly. I, I love that. And I think that more people need to hear that because we always get shit on and like get like pushed away from our passions when like in the end, like you can find a job, like you can make it work and you can make it happen. Yeah. Like I, I so just feel that if you're passionate about something and you love it, like just follow that and just do whatever the fuck you want, no matter what someone is telling you. And like, um, well, I guess the kind of ending to my little like story is so I'm actually quitting being a graphic designer in the summer and going back to school for interior design because like the last like few, you know, not even like few years, but few months of graphic design, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So now I'm changing it up again. So I just feel like, um, I don't know, like, I don't want to be 10 years down the road and be like, God, I wish I did that. So I hope that like everyone can do that at some point, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, inspiring us from the start here, Jen. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Because <laughs> yeah, that's like another thing. Like I realized my last semester of senior year that I completely wanted to change my mind. Like I want to go into sex ed and like go back to school. And I was like, oh my God, no, it's too late. And like people get like so discouraged when like they think it's too late, but like it's literally never too late. Like might as well like try everything. 
Right. And like I said before, like you're 18 when society tells you to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And it's like, fuck that. Like, no, (laughs) I don't even know who I am at that point. So why, like, how am I supposed to decide my career and then not change it at any point? Like I change who I am daily. So literally a thousand percent, especially (laughs) when like the five classes that you have to take in high school are like social studies, which is terrible. And like, doesn't actually tell you any history about anything, English and like math like what like that has right. nothing to do with everything like we don't have any art classes or music well I mean like some like fancy schools yeah. but like the fact that there's like nothing else out there like again how are you supposed to decide at 18 because like I, know. I was so confused too and like <laughs> I wish I didn't pick this major when I was 18 right. I know. <laughs> but seriously that that's really awesome I'm really glad that you're following your heart and like doing what you want to do in interior design like that's really cool too like that's awesome thank you I know I think it was like I don't know just being stuck in my house for so long during COVID I and like I get bored very easily too and I get sick of seeing the same shit so I was like okay let's just start like rearranging and then you know when things kind of started to get super annoying with my job I was like how can I like explore this and see how I could like be happy doing this every day and still make money so I'm like all right let's go back to school (laughs) that's awesome that's really freaking cool have you been working from home this entire time during the pandemic or have you been like in the office yeah no so we um we went full-time remote March 13th of last year it's crazy that I like remember the specific date (laughs) um and I've been home you know, ever since there were a few weeks kind of when things started to get quote unquote better, um, that people started to go back in the office, but we had the option to stay home. So I just stayed home. Yeah. I mean, if I had the option to stay home, I would never go back in an office a day yeah. in my life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so do you guys like, cause I know like graphic design, like you really don't No, Okay. Like I don't actually know graphic design. So no, I'm saying <laughs> but, like the way that like I'm envisioning it right now is that it's more like solo work and like solo projects so like are you guys like zooming each other and like talking or do you have to talk to anybody um (laughs) we have to talk oh damn (laughs) that sucks (laughs) yeah (laughs) which I have mixed feels about um we have like a 10 minute meeting every single morning to basically like run through what we're doing um and that's like really it and we'll have like a one time a week like huge staff meeting but huge like our staff is only like eight people so it's not huge um yeah so I don't know (laughs) that's awesome that's a dream of mine to not really have to talk to anybody to have a limited staff that's like mm, yeah that sounds amazing yeah it's all right (laughs) yeah Yeah, okay like it's actually not segue (laughs) segue to our (laughs) combo So before pre-COVID and all this stuff went down and work from home and everything what was your the typical work environment with your experience in graphic design So with my, well, before I was with this company, I was just doing like a few freelance projects. I was working just by myself at home. Um, And then I was like, okay, like it's time to kind of find something part time. And so this listing came up and um, the model of the company is to have like their core internal team. And then they rely heavily on freelancers to do their work. Um, so that's where I came in as a freelancer and started working on like individual projects with them. And so then I was only going into the office like three days a week part time, but then like workflow just got super heavy. And then I was there 
full time. And then uh, things kind of shifted in the company. And that's when I got hired full time as um, the art director at the company. So then I was there, you know, every day, all day. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's such a huge title too. And I think that like, it's awesome that you have that huge title as a woman because, you know, like we run this shit and I think it's important to put us on top because people need to listen to us. You know, it's national, it's international women's day here. So like, I'm going to go off real quick. Oh no. Oh my God. I meant to start this off by saying happy, happy national women's day. Like what a perfect day to be podcasting about this. (laughs) It really is though, but that's awesome. Like that's such a I mean, to me, like, I see that as a really high and important and, like, valued position. So, I mean, like, I hope that you're getting treated that way also because, like, that's, I mean, to me, that's amazing that you're able to, like, hold that position. (laughs) Thank you. So, tell me more about this position and how you're treated since I did say that you're a woman and you hold this really high position. How is it, how's your work environment and, like, how are your coworkers treating you? That's so weird. How how are you being treated in like your work environment? <laughs> so I'm here to talk about toxic masculinity in the workplace, right? So let's just get to it, I guess. <laughs> um, so like kind of how I said before, like I was originally a contractor and then things shifted and that's when I was hired full time. So the position was kind of created for me by my boss because we were losing some people and like needed uh, kind of like quality control with things when we were using more freelancers. So that's why she decided to hire me as the art director. Uh, But well, actually, I guess I should tell you kind of the structure of my company too. So it's me, a female art director. There's two male account managers. Um, I have a female CEO, female, not to like tie gender to this too much, but it's the conversation. So whatever, female copywriter, and then another female designer. Um, and we have a male dev too, like developer for computer or whatever. So that's kind of like the, the yeah, like the, the staff, I guess. Like, I don't know who we have in our company. Um, and so really the two account managers like run the show, like they're the managers of the accounts, right? Um, and so it was important to me when I was filling this position to figure out a good way for all of us to, you know, like integrate my new role um, in the process. Cause you know, like you get work from clients and you get briefed and like, you have to go back and forth with everything before you then show it to the client. Um, so yeah, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't like invading or anything and that they knew I was coming from a, we're all in this together point of view. Uh, but that I don't know is necessarily how they viewed it. And like, you can say that this isn't toxic masculinity or anything like that, but like, I feel like it is, um, literally on my first, so the first day of my new role, I went into, like, I organized a meeting with them and wanted to just like go up to the whiteboard and map out the new process with me in it. And I, I was like so nervous, like I'm getting nervous to like podcast with you. So you can only imagine like how nervous I'm getting, like standing up in front of these men who've been at the company way longer than me, where I'm like, hey, this is how I'm going to work now. Um, but I like literally mapped it all out with like labels and things and was like, how does this feel? Like, do you think we should do that? And then like at the end of my little like quote unquote presentation, the first thing that uh, somebody said was, 
well, I just don't see the point of this. And so that, yeah, <laughs> like that kind of sets the tone for the way things kind of like unfolded ever since my new position started. So. <laughs> oh my God, that's so rude. Yeah. So, and it's just like ever since then, like, of course there's good weeks and there's bad weeks. And I think it also kind of depends on where my mentality is at, which is bullshit. Cause like, no, you should just be nice to everybody that you work with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just me just constantly proving myself and my worth and why my <laughs> role is needed in the company essentially. So that's horrible. I yeah. like, ew, that would make me so incredibly like uncomfortable every day. And like, you're like, everyone's at work literally like 98% of their life. Like you shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable when you're there. Like, right. I don't know. Like to me, like work environment is so important. If I feel even the slightest bit uncomfortable, like I have to quit. Like I can't do it. I'll literally like yeah. feel like nauseous. I'll shit my brains out. I'll sweat all day. Like that, like no one should feel like that when they're at your place of work. Yeah. Yeah. And so I only got um, my promotion, I think it was the middle of February of 2020. So it was right before COVID. And, you know, to be honest, like transferring to working from home all the time was a huge blessing for me at first, because I was like, okay, I don't need to feel anxious. I don't need to feel like whatever, like negative about myself with literally every move that I make and every decision that i make um but then I don't know a few weeks after we started working from home like it, things only got easier for them to kind of slip by me so then it just like continued you know what I mean um so yeah <laughs> ew 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 I I just I can't deal with guys like that and like I'm kind of like the type of person that like I can't, I can't deal with that at all. So like I'll purposely avoid it at any cost. So like, I'll like look for jobs that are like run by women and stuff, because I know that's kind of like at the end of the day, that's the only way that I'm going to be like treated as an equal. I haven't really been in a job where it's like run by men, where I haven't been at least mansplained once. I haven't experienced toxic masculinity. Like it's really shitty that we have to like put ourselves through so much in order to just literally do our job. Right. I know. I'm also not to get like too official but like the way that you opened up I think your most recent episode because it was the first annoying thing men do March episode and you were like you know I'm not a man hater blah 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 like I feel the need to say that right now because I have like this is not me man hating or anything like that because like I have most of the boys and men in my life are incredible and I feel like super blessed to have relationships with men that do respect me like all the time but um, with that said, I feel like it's, like, important to kind of, like, define toxic masculinity right now, maybe, before we get, like, too into it. I literally am such a nerd. I, like, printed shit out. <laughs> um, but, so, like, toxic masculinity is a set of attitudes and ways of behaving stereotypically associated with or expected of men regarded as having a negative impact on men in society as a whole. And, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to me because I never felt like I really experienced the like society as a whole part of this until I started working. And it's like, I know that you have generations and generations of stereotypes ingrained into your DNA, but it's like, that doesn't give you 
a reason to feel powerful and entitled enough to literally sit back in your chair after I present a way that I thought about you the entire time and say like, well, I just don't see the point of this. You know what I mean? Like work through your shit and realize that you're not just like on this high horse type of thing. (laughs) So yeah, that's really important to mention. And also going to the back to the point of like, no, we don't literally hate all men here. I know that like yeah. people are going to get like their panties in a bunch, but like, that's not it. But there's a lot of times that situations like this do happen to a lot of other women, not just us. So that's why we feel the need to talk about it. So right. no one get mad here. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I don't know, like the feeling of entitlement. And I feel like it does happen a lot in the work field. And I feel like it happened a bit to me like in college not necessarily like in my major but just being in college as a whole because I feel like it has to do with kind of like competition almost like not like school's not really a competition but getting like better grades Mm -hmm. getting the answer right whatever it may be or just like looking the best to your professor to your boss Mm -hmm. and like I don't know I don't really know where I was going with that but (laughs) I guess that's why I just want to mention it Yeah. I mean, it's this huge circle of all these different things, right? Like I don't, it's hard to come up with like one thing to say, because even just thinking about, you know, my situation with my work experience, it's like all these different situations of mansplaining and like lying. And it's, like I like I have no clue what's said about me when I stand up to myself to them, like then to my boss, you know what I mean? And it it's always, I feel like it's always like they're like threatened with power, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. It's hard. There's just so much shit. There's so much to unpack. This. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I feel like then the narrative always gets changed, like with the women, like that we're bitches and that like we're rude and that we're mean. And like people always go after like our character, like when we try to stand up for ourselves or where we give presentations or like do big, important things at work, like people the men will find like ways to tear us down and like make us look bad like go to the boss or go to their coworkers. be like oh my god this person's such a bitch but like really like that's not it that's like not what we're trying to do here but like we do have to be a little bit more I'm not really like aggressive but like stand our ground and put our foot down in order to like let ourselves be heard and sometimes we can even do all that and still not have our voices heard which is like super fucked up and super shitty yeah no and it's so true I mean um like I said at the beginning or like a few weeks after we started working from home it was easier for them to kind of like slip things under the carpet and like around me and so I wouldn't like have the final say with certain things they would just want to avoid that um and I went to my boss about it and you know nothing was really done and I don't know if they weren't like talked to or if they literally just like didn't give a shit enough to like take what was talked to them about and like implement it into the way that they work um but yeah it's really it's really shitty because you can stand up to and that's where I'm at currently like I'm exhausted with standing up for myself and I know that there's like an end in sight so I can only fight so much because at some point I need to just like detach myself and I've had way too many therapy sessions about how to do that to not do that anymore (laughs) so You're so right. It literally is exhausting. Like, why should you have to like do your job and do all the shit that comes with it and then have all this extra baggage on top of it and like literally have to like explain yourself week after week, day after day. Like, that's just, that's not fair. And like, that's not how a work environment should be. Like, I don't know if we need to have like a full on meeting before we like start a job or like week after week, like mention this again, but like 
no one should feel that way. I know it's disgusting. (laughs) And I like, I've organized, um, since our team is so small, like it's easy for me to kind of organize things, I guess. Uh, like I was trying to organize retreats for us to talk about the business, but I really wanted to kind of get down to the root of the problem of us not working well enough together and whatnot. And I would ask everybody to like journal questions with like, oh, like what do you need to be as efficient of a worker as you possibly can? And it was cute in the moment. Like we all like went around and said it. And mine was, you know, I like to, the reason I go to work and like to contribute to a company is to empower people and empower us all to do the best work that we possibly can. And it's like when you're living and working in an environment that is just the total opposite of that, it's just like, you got to find that elsewhere. (laughs) So... Oh my God. I just like, I can't even imagine like that feeling of like being stuck in that for so long. Like imagine if this was like your plan for like your full-time career forever. Like say if you were in like your mid thirties and you plan to like have this job, like forever sign a full contract, like how shitty is that? Like, what do you even do at that point? Like, yeah. Cause it's not like you can be like, Hey boss, like these people are being mean to me because like in the real world, like that's not really how shit works. Right. Especially if you have like a male boss too. Like, what are you going to say to them? Be like, they're mansplaining me. Like, I feel like that person probably get offended. I know. And it's like, sorry if this is offensive, but there's a reason that there's like defined terms for this shit. And there's not really like an equivalent for the opposite. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) I don't like, how can this even stop? Like, I just don't under, well, like obviously it could stop if like men stop being so shitty and stop doing this to us. But like, I don't even know like how that can like start to be like implemented like in like the work field. Like I get like we have like team meetings and stuff every now and then and people mention it, but like there's only so much I feel like so many meetings that you could say it about. I'm like I feel hopeful that it's you know, like you think about history, right? And women have already come so far and I mean it's not been very fucking long at all and that like blows my mind. Um But so I'm hopeful that, you know, like I said, most men that I know and love like are so amazing. So I feel like it will eventually get better and hopefully not continue to be like this. And also like women are literally taking over the world right now. (laughs) So like whether they like it or not, shit's going to change. So um, yeah, so I'm hopeful that it won't be like this forever, but yeah. If only we could, like, pick and choose all, like, the men that we work with and, like, we weren't stuck in, like, crazy positions. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, no one should feel uncomfortable with who they work with going to their workplace and, you know, even now working from home. Like, you shouldn't feel uncomfortable hopping on a Zoom meeting, you know? Like, it sucks having to be, like, ugh, what's going to be said that now I have to be, you know, standing up for myself or something like that. yeah, that's just so fucking unnecessary. And it's like, have I just would love it if the roles were reversed for one day. Like, how would men react? I don't think they'd be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you see it a lot, too, in, like, techie jobs. Like, how else do I say? Technology jobs? I mean, yeah. like, STEM jobs and stuff. I consider, like, graphic design, like, a techie job. Like, you know, like, you use computers and shit. But, like, you really often see a lot with that. And I feel like that's really disappointing because, you know, we want women to 
be diverse and like have all these opportunities and have all these experiences but like I feel like it happens a lot more with that because I don't know why men think that they're just like extra good at computers and like technology when like literally we're all the same like like literally I feel like you feel powerful in this because you're just hiding behind a computer all day like you're small (laughs) but it is true like I feel like even in some of my college classes like I remember there being specific people boys where I was like ew why are you like why do you think you're so much better than me like their mannerisms and the whole persona that they stood up next to their work during critiques was just like oh like no one's gonna say anything bad about mine and it's like well why is my and you know maybe it's me personally but it's like why am I nervous that people are gonna shit on this and you're just like oh I'm better than everybody else here like yeah you know Yeah, there's a total difference between being confident in your work, which I think is awesome, but also then being entitled and like thinking you're better than everybody else looking down on everybody like, oh, yeah, I definitely experienced that a lot being an art student and critique and like obviously having to work a lot like with editing and computers and like software and stuff like that. Like, I don't know really anything about technology. So like Mm -hmm. a lot of people I feel like look down on me and like explain these things to me like I was stupid, but like you should be allowed to ask for help in whatever you do. Yeah. Like, don't look down on them. Oh my God. Literally prime example of this is, and just to remind you again, I'm the art director. Like I shouldn't be briefed on this in the first place. Like <laughs> there's just problem one, but I was being briefed on a project and I was like, oh, like that's no biggie. Cause they were acting like it was going to be this like dramatic type of thing with our client. I was like, no, no, no. Like it's not going to take that long and their response was literally you're adorable and I was like I'm sorry like what the fuck did you just say like literally being like you're adorable you're so naive that you think this is going to be so easy and who turned around an entire project in literally an hour and a half and who didn't have any edits for me like you're the adorable one now those shitty comments like that that you're adorable like oh that's so cute things like that grind my gears like no other like ew who are you my grandpa like don't say things to me like that I know and even if I which I will be one day this like badass female boss who hires like whoever if I have the most adorable little like fresh out of college 20 year old or however old you are when you graduate 21 22 year old employee and I think they're the most adorable person ever I'm not going to say that to them because that just like like how are you supposed to leave a comment like that feeling like this empowered worker you know what I mean like it's gonna make you feel small and make you feel like you're just this like people don't take you seriously um and I'm just all about you know like you're so like I feel just as awkward in my 20s as I if not more awkward than when I was 15 and like we're all new at this like we're navigating this together and like just to mention these people that I'm talking about are not that much older than me either so it's like how are you so young and still feel like you're just like king shit I don't get it (laughs) um but like you just want everyone to feel as comfortable as they can during this time of like figuring out the work world but yet that's just not how it is so I don't know yeah that like the first thing like when you were talking about this is like I was thinking like people are trying to make you feel small and that's 
the worst feeling in a workplace because when you're being pushed that small, there's nowhere for you to get bigger. There's nowhere for you to grow. And like, you're kind of being just like put into this box. Like you're not gonna, you're not allowed to go anywhere. You're not allowed to grow. You're not allowed to do big things. And like, that's just really degrading to like Mm -hmm. get those little comments and things like that. Like, I don't know. That's just, I'm getting skeeved out right now. It's it's really gross. (laughs) That makes me kind of feel like, you know, like the first day of like work for like any new job and like that shitty, terrible feeling that you have all day. Like, oh my God, I'm so bad at this, even though it's your first day. But like, you shouldn't have the first day feeling every single day when you're at work. No. And like, it's seriously, you know, I feel like we've talked about it. There's like, I've said specific things, but I'm kind of talking about it in like a general sense of all of this manly grossness in the workplace. But like all of that, seriously, like each experience you have with that like affects how you think and work as an employee like if you want me to do my job super confidently and well it's not going to happen if you're just constantly like degrading me and I'm I'm waking up being like oh I have to prove that this decision I made as a like we're not even in the same department. You know what I mean? Like we do two totally different things in the office, but yet I'm still like, I have to prove that my decision was the right one. That's just, it's so shitty. It really is. And like, it's hard to keep reminding yourself every single day. Like, no, I am worth it. Like I got this job for a reason. Like you shouldn't have to keep reminding yourself that every day. And like, it could literally just get so tiring so exhausting like leading people to quit leading people to like switch their roles and stuff so like yeah men just like stop right like I'm not blaming it on my first experience but like I am very and I'm so excited like I feel like I'll be I'm just drawn to that no matter what but like maybe I wouldn't have decided to change my career in my first two years of work you know what I mean if somebody was making me feel like I was doing a good job and making me feel empowered and like, yeah, so. Yeah, it's literally not hard to just be like, good job or like give people like compliments where compliments are deserved. I know people think that that's like a huge like ego, what's the word? I don't know what I'm thinking of, but like (laughs) people think that that's gonna be like such a hit to their own ego to like give other people compliments when they're actually doing a good job. Like it shouldn't be like one person's better than all the others. Like it should be like a complete, level playing field so like give out compliments be nice stop being a dickhead like it's not that hard like I don't like can people feel that like the work environment's uncomfortable like don't you want people to be like smiling or like talk to you right (laughs) right exactly um yeah I don't know I just I just I hope that more boys now are going into the work field being like okay how can I treat everybody as equally as I possibly can and how can I not come across as like this power hungry asshole (laughs) because that's like how it feels it's like you just want as much power as you possibly can and like yeah I've cried a lot about it but also like you're not gonna have this much you don't have the power that you think that you do over this situation so (laughs) I like can't actually imagine working in a field that's like fully male dominated like accountants and like shit like that like I think I would just cry every day like I don't think I could actually handle it but like no I'm lucky that I'm in a field that there's like 
no men right now, like working in like daycares and nannying and shit. Like I'm lucky that I don't really have to deal with them that often. Like I don't ever want to feel like that. Like that's the worst feeling in the world. And I hate feeling like I'm not doing my job well enough or like I'm not good enough. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's gross. And like, I've talked, like I've talked to so many women about this. So it's not even like just you and I, you know what I mean? Like, like I said before, there wouldn't be actual defined terms against or for these things if it wasn't a huge issue. Um, yeah. Yeah. So basically the whole point of this is men just stop being mean to us. Yeah. Please be nice in the work field. Please stop mansplaining everything. Just because I have a question doesn't mean I need you to get all like techie and like get on your high horse for this. Just like treat everybody as your equal. And like also understand that you have a role in a company that is like a, like you aren't, the king of this you are part of an ecosystem to a successful company like you are not the reason that your company is going like the sole reason that your company is going to make money or be successful like everyone has to work together respect the people that you're working with especially women do not call them adorable like please <laughs> don't ever call a female coworker adorable <laughs> Or don't call us bitches either. Like those two things, complete opposite, but are just so, uh, don't, just don't. No, don't. (laughs) Adorable. I like, I can't get over that one. That one's the worst. Yeah. And like, I'm definitely not adorable to them. Like there's no, I'm not good at hiding what I'm feeling and thinking. Like there's, (laughs) they probably think like this bitch every time because I'm definitely being a massive bitch to them. but she's sick of your shit. (laughs) I mean, as you should be. (laughs) Yeah. Like something that felt important to me when you asked me to come on and like talk about this stuff is, or wasn't even necessarily the specifics of what has happened to me and whatnot. Like I literally could talk about that forever. Um, But it's more so like, I don't want other like women my age, women that are graduating call even not even graduating like if you're working a high school job any type of job like I just don't want women to feel alone if they're like hyper self-conscious or anything if you feel like you're being mansplained to like it's not you being sensitive it's you being mansplained to like you're not alone and this is like you don't need to put up with this bullshit because <laughs> it's bullshit <laughs> think that it's important to mention these things because a lot of times it does get brushed under the rug like oh you're just being sensitive oh girls you're adorable like stupid shit like that but like no these are real things that happen in the real world every day and it's time that they stop getting swept under the rug put Mm -hmm. them out in public like and stand up for yourselves as exhausting as it may be we gotta keep fighting the fight you know and I also like the way that I've you know, this is just my experience. Like, this is not me pretending that I know everything about this by any means, but, um, like kind of the way that I've been dealing with it is going and finding other bad, like you said before, how you do similar things. Like you find badass companies to work for with, you know, these Queens of CEOs and stuff like that. Um, like right now, I'm I'm doing like 14 hours of work a day, literally to work my full-time job, which doesn't sound like it's not that big of a deal. 14, I might even be exaggerating, whatever. Um, but like, I'm 
purposely taking on projects from other people and like awesome freelance clients to remind myself that like it doesn't have to be as gross as my full-time job is you know like I just feel like you can I don't know like go find the people that make you happy and make you feel empowered and don't make you feel small (laughs) yeah that's definitely important surround yourself with people who uplift you and not people who constantly tear you down every day yeah (laughs) right and it's like when you repeat it back like it's so silly these are the basics it's literally the basics like find people that empower you okay shouldn't be that hard but (laughs) but it is literally every day that's why we still have to mention it day in and day out like no (laughs) no I think that that's great advice like if you're in a shitty work environment maybe that's not the environment for you. Like go out and research and find those great companies who are going to actually treat you like a decent human being. Yeah. Like the way that I found this one, um, so they're just the fucking best. They, they're called, well, their agency is bound agency. Shout out to them. Like the best group of women I've ever worked with. Um, and they literally call themselves a slagency, like they slay all day type of thing. Like it's so, it's awesome. Just the way that they talk with everybody and, you know, they start each conversation off by being like, how are you? And like your instinct is to respond with like, oh, I'm good. Work's been really busy type of thing. But they're like, no, 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 no. Like, how was your weekend? What did you do? Like casually type of thing. Um, and they just like, work to make people happy and to make themselves happy and to empower one another and like the first conversation I had um with Lolo the CEO she we were talking about like a little side project that was nothing major so I gave kind of like a lower hourly rate to charge them and I kind of gave a range and I was expecting her to pick like the lower one because my experience is like as long as you get the work done as fast and for as cheap of a cost as possible like that's all that I care about um and literally before I was done she like cut me off and she was like um no I think like the high number sounds good for a girl who's about to get married and is like young entering and making her way in this world like no you know so like there's people out there that definitely make you feel worthy and just don't just don't put up with the bullshit from the people that don't do that (laughs) I love that oh my gosh that's awesome yeah I feel like that's like a good end to this like yeah seeming sad in the beginning but like now inspiring story like you're finding your people you're finding good people to work around yeah (laughs) I like the turnaround I know I know I don't even know if this whole thing made any sense but basically like don't put up with the bullshit that's the motto (laughs) I love it and I just want to say thank you for you know being on the podcast like not many people will like stand up for themselves and even like talk about these things but I think it's really important it's really necessary so people don't feel like they're alone as we've talked about like this does happen it does need to be acknowledged and I really appreciate you like talking about this and being so open and honest and like sharing all this stuff I'm so thankful that you have this space and this podcast to share with everybody so that they can hear you know the awesome conversations that you have with people see all see this is how environment should be we should be uplifting each other (laughs) no matter how nervous and how red we both are like we're badass ladies okay (laughs) i love it thank you so much jen everybody check out the link description
description below. I don't want to say link description. I don't really think it's called that. But anyways, check out the description to the podcast and I'll attach Jen's links to her design accounts. So thank you so much, Jen. Thank you so much.